Does your stick deodorant get all pointed? Or no? Pointed? Yeah, like pointed. Because I think I, I think I have concave armpits. So, so it, when like, I do it, yeah, yeah, it literally, yes, exactly. <laughs> you could not have described that any better. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to describe it. Yeah, it turns into like a peak, a mm. bohawk. <laughs> I was no. just curious. It doesn't happen to you? No. Okay. Is yours like white and chalky? Or oh like... no way! Yeah. I don't use the dry. Me neither. No, I go wet. Interesting. What yeah. brand? Uh, Old Spice. Same here. Yeah. Blue. Yeah. yeah. Like the st- the color of the stick. Yeah. Yep. I switch up the I switch up the flavor, but. Flavor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my one question. Gotcha. Other than that, I'm going into this episode blind. Totally blind. I am upset with you though. Because you haven't commented on my car yet. Well, it's really nice. Thank you. <laughs> I pulled up and I was like, I bet that's super fuel efficient. Yeah. 40 miles to the gallon, It's baby. really nice. I liked it. Uh, shout out to Toyota for sponsoring this episode. Uh, Toyota Camry specifically. There you go. I couldn't tell if you're, it was your car or if your mom was here or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is nice. It. No, that's it is nice. It is. I'm just giving you a time. I love that. It's okay. nice. It's um, really nice. All right, so that's the end of the episode. I don't. <laughs> I need to find a co-host. Derek's had a long day at work. If anyone out there is looking to be a co-host on the uh, Panhandles podcast, hit me up. Derek's a little on edge today. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. I'm never on edge, man. Yeah. I'm never on edge. I'm good. Awesome. I'm good. How are you? Doing well, dude. Doing all right. It's uh, still real slow in the b-ball world, but yeah, <laughs> slow, slow. Slow would be. An exaggeration. It's <laughs> yeah. it's full stop yeah. right now. <laughs> a... Um by the way, what is today? Uh eighteen days without due. Still going strong. Good for you, man. I still have that blueberry red bull every morning, but there you go. I mean you gotta have something. You What's your go to energy drink? Definitely. Blueberry Red yeah. Bull. Blueberry Red Bull. Yeah. Um I used to drink regular Red Bulls, but I don't like those so much anymore. Kinda reminds me of podcast so i don't drink those anymore there you go um <laughs> other than that i like those alani news i really do yeah i like the breezeberry one i like oh, the cosmic stardust it's okay it's weird it's got a weird flavor i like it, it i can't tell what it's like grape but but, but yeah but it's not it's not grape. Though. it's not it's like, like that artificial it's not very like artificially grape flavored it's because that's a distinct flavor like yeah. grape fanta or crush or whatever that's mm-hmm. very distinct and like overly like sugary it's almost like concord or something like that it's, it's like a like real grape stardust cosmic version of it <laughs> um yeah what's your go-to you're just now oh, uh, getting into it i don't really have a go-to i mean i'd say the cosmic stardust on new just because that's what they have to offer at my workplace all right shall we shall we start off with a little game yeah what do you got for me 30 seconds yes or no questions just like last week okay there's a new player Okay. You want 30 seconds or you want a minute this time? Give give me a minute. Okay. I need a minute. I'm slow. I need to While I'm getting process. this ready, why don't you remind them of the rules? Uh, I have one minute to ask yes or no questions. Um, I can't ask anything too insane that you won't know. Or else you'll have to wait a minute to get an answer. Right. Time is and not on your side. I don't, I don't have a lot of that. What are the other rules? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much it. Okay. Let's do it. Let me pull up old basketball reference just so I'm <laughs> just so I can be prepared for whatever you have to ask. I'm already preparing for this player to not currently play. Okay, ready? Yep. Set. 
Is he currently in the league? No. Did he play in the Western Conference? Uh, um, uh, yes, at some point. Did he play for more than one team? Yes. Did he play for more than five teams? Yes. Did he play guard? Yes. Did he play point guard? No. Did he play in the 80s? No. Did he play in the 90s? No. Did he play in the 70s? No. Did he play in the 60s? No. Did he play in the 2010s? Yes. Oh. Uh, point guard and shooting guard, by the way. Combo so. guard. Uh, did he play primarily for a team that wears red? Yes. <laughs> um, One of their colors. Did he have hair? Yes. Did he look good with hair? Sure. 15 seconds left. <laughs> did he uh, score a lot? Yes. Did he score more than 25 points per game? No. At his peak? Uh, did he score Three, more than 20 points per two, game? Two. Yes. One. Okay. Let me clarify the 20 points. He did that just to help you out for okay. two seasons. And those were his two best seasons. So he's not currently in the league, but played in the 2010s. So he played in the 2010s. Not currently in the league. I was didn't a, ask 2000s. Did was I? Was a guard. Okay. Played in the 2010s. Um, averaged 20 points a game twice in his career. What are you doing? I gotta I gotta look up his name. Okay. Played for multiple teams. The color red thing is interesting is because it? a lot of the teams he played for had red in the color scheme. My mind goes to Bulls, but I feel like you would have outright said yes if it had been the Bulls. I don't know. I don't know. 2010s, also 2000s, I'm assuming, kind of. Who's last week's? I had Desmond Bain. You said, who did you say? Someone. It was a white center. Oh, um, uh, Kelly Olenek. Olenek, yeah. Um, man, I don't know. I Darren Williams. Forgot Lou about Williams. Oh, shoot. That gum. That's tough. Now, he played last year, but he's not currently on a team. He's a combo guard? Yeah. I thought he was shooting guard. He played last year. Uh-huh. For the Hawks. What a weird... For oh, the, like, yeah, yeah. back half of the year or something like that. Talk about back half. Lou Williams, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he the one with the trailer, right? Lou Williams? Yeah, doesn't he have big hips or something? People are always talking about Lou Williams' butt, I think. Dude, I'm almost... No, I'm almost positive. It's Look up Lou Williams' bottom half. (laughs) I'm almost positive it's him. not at all. Not at all. Are we sure? Man, there's a player out there. Not Kyle Lowry, because I know Kyle Lowry, obviously. Bickums. Someone oddly shaped. I don't remember who it is. Okay. We can come back to this, I guess, you weirdo. I'm going to find it eventually. Um... My last Google, Lou Williams' bottom half. What was I thinking? Big butt, maybe? <laughs> Ooh. There's a video that comes up of a woman, like, checking him out on the sit yeah, court dude. side. Look, he's oddly shaped, I'm telling you. Look, it's it's kind of odd. Don't <laughs> say it's normal. Look at his... What? Look how much wider he gets. Are you talking about this one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this how you evaluate, like, draft prospects and whatnot? Yeah. Their bottom half? How thick are they? Uh, anyway. Maybe it was Jamal Crawford. I forget. He's um, also a stick. Nah, 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 nah. One of them's big, I'm telling you. They're you, closet big. You hope that one of them's big. That's what I want. Uh, can I do it to you? Yeah, man. I gotta think of a player. Let me just look up. Let me just look up. Uh, 
a team, and I'll just pick a player from it. Ote. <laughs> Should I go hard or easy? Bring it on, man. There's no way you guess that person. Do it. Okay. Starting. Does he currently play? No. Was in the Eastern Conference. The team he played for the most, yes. Did he play for the Bulls? No. Did he play for the Wizards? No. Did he play for the Hornets? No. Did he play for the Celtics? No. Did he play for the Pacers? No. Did he play for the Knicks? The main team is in the West. Did he play for... <laughs> God. Did he play for the Lakers? Yes. Okay. Um, did he play with Kobe Bryant? Uh, uh, I think so. Did he play in the 2000s? Uh, yes. Is he a guard? Kinda. Wing, like. Kinda. Um, did he average more than ten points per game in his career? No. Did ten, he ten go? Seconds. Did he go to college? I assume. Does he have long hair? No. Is he above six foot six? Uh, last question. He is. Yes. Played for the Lakers. Above six foot six. I'm glad you caught me before I went through every Eastern Conference team. Well, he he played for so many teams. So he played for the Lakers at some point. Yes. Uh, and let me, let me, he's confirm a wing that played for the Lakers with Kobe Bryant. Uh, let me confirm that. I don't know. I feel like I he deserve. Didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> I didn't know a lot about this player. He has so much to look at on basketball reference. There's so many. Jeez Louise. Things. Okay. 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 I feel like he's I above six foot. 15 more seconds with the whole Eastern conference thing. He's above what six waste foot. Of time. His main team was in the West. He played for eight or nine teams, I think. Played for the Lakers. Played for the Lakers for two seasons without Kobe Bryant, narrowly. Um, he did not average 10 points a game. He did not average 10 points a game. He is, on basketball reference, it said shooting guard slash small forward slash power forward. Can I look someone up and sure. see if sure. that checks out? Man, I really... Uh, <laughs> Really goofed those questions, huh? That I think was I was bad. shooting fifty percent there. <laughs> but he didn't play with Kobe. I don't think so. No. Kobe's last season, the next season, this person was with the Lakers. You said he doesn't currently play. No. He does not. Wow. I'm almost positive he does not. Hold on. <laughs> I just assumed. No, he doesn't. He just. Thank God I got that one right. <laughs> okay. I think I know who it is. I actually have no idea who it is, but there's two guys I'm thinking of right now. Okay, give me them both. I want to. I was wanna... thinking Channing Fry for a minute, but he's too big. Then I'm thinking Corey Brewer, but I thought he played with Kobe. I'm going to go Corey Brewer. That is correct. Boom, yeah. dog. That is correct. It was Corey Brewer. Wow. Did yeah. he play with the Thunder? Yes, he did. Yep. I think it was in the Paul like, George Russ like, yes. the first year. It was like random dudes on that team. Yeah, 100%. Corey Brewer, all right. Yep. You're going to have to cut that a lot. <laughs> yeah, but you got it right. There we go. You got it right. That was really good. Corey Brewer. Crazy obscure. Well, when, when I could tell that he was playing with multiple different teams, I knew he played with the Lakers. He's a journeyman. What team did he play for the most? The, the Timberwolves. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, good. Who uh, should be in the Eastern Conference, but they're not. <laughs> good. 
All right, Derek. What's next? I'm going to name a player. Okay. All right. And I want you to tell me. I got five of these, okay? And so we need to talk about this a little bit. Okay. Whether they will be an all-star or not next season. Ooh. Some of these players, it could be their first all-star. Some of them, are they going to return to all-stardom? Okay. 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 Let's start out with a group of three. Let's look at those top three rookies from last year. We have Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley. It's really tough for a guy in their first two, really three years to make an all-star team, Mm -hmm. especially when you're not on a great team. Evan Mobley probably has the best chance because he's on a better team um, to make an all-star game. Do you think any of those three get an all-star nod this year? Scotty, I'm going to set aside immediately. Not not because I don't think he's good. There's just people better than him on his team. And you're thinking of Fred VanVleet, Pascal Siakam. Right, right. Those two definitely. And I still totally think Scotty's on the other two's level. Just that's how the cookie crumbles. He's got people better on his team. So I'll say no to him. Mobley's close in that talk because like... That'd be three guys though. I mean, Jared Allen and Darius Garland are no scrubs. Like... Yeah. It's tough for me to imagine three guys from the Cavs going... No, I don't think Jared Allen probably goes again this year. Right. And I think Darius Garland's obviously probably more of a reserve again. Right. Mobley would have to have almost a better season than Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. And I think I think statistically it'll probably be pretty even. I agree. It's interesting though. I think they kind of hurt each other in that regard. I, I would also say no to Mobley. Now Cade. Cade I think easily has the best chance of the three being well, the best player on his team. Really? So I think Mobley has the best chance. I, I give him the slight Success edge because, wise. because I think they'll be better. And I think that, that there's going to be that um, narrative that Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, like, thing or a tandem right gotcha and so i lean i almost lean yes on mobley but i'm gonna say no just because i very he's a four five and so position wise it's just tough because there's not as many spots available for big guys it's tough because power forwards are easily like the worst position but they also have like the best player in his conference in yeah like Giannis. so like Giannis is a lock for that uh i would still say no on mobley yeah Cunningham. Cade. Pistons are going to be the worst team out of those three, probably. Yep. Um, not to say they're going to be horrible again. They're going to be better right. than they were last year. Oh, I just, I he, there's like a real chance he goes and puts up 23, 4, and 6. And it's like, yeah, that could get it for you in the East. Like, they're not necessarily crazy strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could easily put up what Darius Garland did last year. Now, like you said, the success probably isn't going to give him that extra boost that he needs. It's popular though. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously fan engagement goes a long ways in that type of thing. If they went, if they overachieve at all, I think he gets in. To be really? Honest. Yeah. Gotcha. If, if they went and won 39, 42 games, okay. like I think he makes it. All right. I think he makes it, but I'm gonna say no though. Yeah. Lame. Overall, I'll say lame, no. Lame, no. Lame. Yeah, I, I it's go just too hard. I go three no's. I think I, I agree with you on the Scotty, you know, thought process behind that. Um, not that he's not impactful, it's just not all star level not in yet. a second year. Mobley's closer than Cade for me. I also just don't know if Cade's like flashy enough. Mm. I see cerebral whenever I watch Cunningham play. 
Yeah, Luca's the same way, though, and it's like... But Luca's different than everyone. He's this, like, kind of thick white guy that's like... <laughs> the, he's he's just an extreme case. I think I think you can be exciting and cerebral. Cerebral. Which which I think Cunningham probably is. I just... I don't think it's, like, a jaw or... No, it's he's not. He's not, like, LaMelo Ball. Mm-hmm. Flashy and cerebral. Yeah. Yeah. Cage just didn't... Cage just doesn't have to do all that. He doesn't pop. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree, but like you said, like he's still going to be a face. Like yeah. he's going to be a cornerstone, one of the most likable guys. Like, I like it. in NBA circles, like okay. he'll get his. I think so. Let's move on to Lamelo Ball, All Star or not. This is a guy that I know you like. Yes, very much. Um, I kind of thought he'd get there last year. Very popular player. People like watching him play. Um, his role will look a little different this year without Miles Bridges. Yeah, that's that's really the kicker is like the Hornets are going to have to win some games. Yeah. And I'm not going to argue – well, I will. I will argue that Miles Bridges shouldn't touch the floor. Sure. Um, so, like that is going to impact – that's going to impact his stock. Like LaMelo's all-star stock. Everything because that's why people were watching the Hornets last year. It's like this fun, crazy, gifted passer on the mellow ball and a guy who can just play above the rim and bridges. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like that. Um, I mean, I would I would almost go as far as to say that they're kind of edging towards the lower tier without bridges. And again, I'm I, I don't want him to play. Like no, I agree. Uh, but I got you. They're not that good a team without him. Lamella would have to do a lot, a lot to like get them. They're just constructed weirdly. Like they don't have a ton of star power outside of Lamelo now. Like it's just, I don't know what they're doing. Like they're in talks to like trade for Russ every other week. It's like fired their coach. Fired their coach for no reason. Rehired him, I think, or something. Like, oh, didn't they get him back? Like I know they fired him. Hmm. And then I think I they tried they to get D'Antoni, and D'Antoni was like, no. Well, didn't they also <laughs> try to hire Kenny Atkinson? Maybe Warriors assistant. Yeah, yeah, and then he said no because he originally. And then they brought their guy back, I think. Did they? So it's like there's oh, a lot of I moving parts there, and the Bridges thing on top of it makes it something you don't want to bet on in any way. And in the same vein of like Mobley and Garland, it's like Bridges and Lamelo could have had that like mm-hmm. cumulative stock, and now they don't yeah. have that, and it's Lamelo on an island in Charlotte. I feel like you're leaning now. Even though he's a like perfect all star player. Yeah, that dude's going to average like 25, 8, and 4 this year. And <laughs> so it's so be then amazing. maybe. Because you said Cunningham would get that if he did that. And LaMelo Ball is much more to popular. Over, overachieve. The Pistons would have to like win above what people are expecting. I don't know if, I don't know if Charlotte can do that. I don't know if it matters if Charlotte wins. I think LaMelo is just such a name that people want to see. That's fair. Who was like that last year, though? Like. But the Bulls guys made it; they were winning. Yeah, Cavs made it; they were winning. I, I agree. Um, no, I mean it was a real question. Like I'm trying to think if anyone. I mean, like Trey Young's undisputed All Star. That's but true. he's a guy that's like you know they weren't great last year. They weren't bad though. I mean they made playoffs. Yeah, I mean and, and they he led the NBA in points and assists. So like he's did the Knicks have anyone? Oh, no, God, no, 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 no. Um. I mean, essentially, it boils down to that. You have to be okay. like a, a fringe top ten player if you're on like a bad team. And is Lam- 
LaMelo there yet. I love him, but I'll say no. I agree. I'm so on the fence. Yeah, he's close. He is, now he is flashy enough. Like that, he'll get the Twitter. The kids for love sure. him. The kids love him. Okay. Um, now we're gonna move on to a few guys that have been all stars. Will they make their return to all stardom? Okay. Let's start out with James Harden. Ooh. So James Harden's current situation currently on the Sixers. Philadelphia seventy sixers. Yeah. Um, did not end the season very well last year. No. Bad in the playoffs. That that season last year. Yeah. Um, got like Tyrese Maxey's starting to step into a little bit more of an elevated role, especially scoring wise. Mm-hmm. Now that's not to say that James Harden next year couldn't average twenty eight, eight and eight. Right. But does he? And does he make that leap back into a top twenty type player in the NBA? I want to lean no. But, like, some of the stuff he did over the summer, like, kind of has me believing again. Like, <laughs> it was pretty obvious at the end of last year that, like, he didn't have the burst. But then this offseason, he takes a pay cut. He's, like, got videos in the gym working out. Like, he looks in shape. He looks looks in much better shape. So it's like, and he's not, he's not a guy that's going to be, like, so untalented. I, I'm really not trying to hate, but, like. It's hard for Russ to produce right now. Like even at James Harden's worst, I think in the least he's gonna get a few buckets and be able to pass the rock and like when he can shoot, that makes right. all like, the difference. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's what it boils down to. So like, it's not like he's gonna be like non-playable, but he's still dang good too. Like he's still James Harden. So ah, uh, that's so tough. And the Sixers, I think, will be good. Like they'll definitely have the resume to put at least two people in. Um, I'll lean no. I'll I go no. yes. You go yeah. I get it. I do. I think I say yes, and I think that. Oh, this is gonna be tough to explain. I think that Harden and Embiid are the duo that's highest up on the MVP board. Yeah, I got you. If that makes sense. Yep. So. The furthest up teammates. Yep. I I really think I really think Harden makes it this year. I would be so, so unsurprised if he bounced back sure. and averaged 29 points and played great basketball. But I think it was more like tangibly seeing that like he had taken a step back sure. last year. So like not that he can't get back, but I'm just going to hold off for now. Okay. Next up, we have Anthony Davis. Ooh, okay. Now this is a completely different case because mm-hmm. Anthony Davis went healthy. No easily dispute. all-star. Yeah, easily. I mean, there were talks, top three guy in the league at points. Yep, and uh, and they were warranted. And so this has to more more to do maybe with do you think that he plays a full season type thing? Yeah, really <clears throat> be healthy enough to do it. Eileen, yes. Okay, Eileen, no. Okay, <laughs> I just, I think he can string a season together. I really do. I don't think he. It's not time to. It's not at the point where we need to give up on him as like a player because he's had these injuries. It's like. Okay, last year was tough. He tried uh-huh. to come back. Like, I, I think he'll get back. I think he'll, I don't think it's injuries where it's going to hamper like what he does going forward. It's just can he avoid those same injuries and stay on the court? Uh, Eileen, yes. I think the Lakers have a bounce back season in terms of not being out of the playoffs, but like sure. not in terms of like a top three seed. So sure. I think, I think him and Braun are both all stars. Okay. I like it. I lean no just because I think it'll turn into a day-to-day thing again. I just 
I saw it all last year. Yep. We've seen him battle injuries in the past. Like, I just, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if he's back, like you're saying, and is playing enough games and isn't hurt, then. And honestly, even when we saw him, he wasn't great. Like, this yeah, last year, yeah. he was not playing it. But then, by all peak. means, I think that he is set up to be able to be an all-star. I just don't see it happening. And from a more technical standpoint, he ain't going to play in an all-star game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, that would be, I don't see that happening. I don't see him. Fair. Yeah. I okay. Just, you get bonus points for playing for the Lakers. It happens. It's unfair, but. Last one. Okay. This will be good. Kyrie Irving. God. Would you like for me to start? Sure. Well, first off, what do you think is going to happen? Like, I think he, he I think he plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. You do? Mm-hmm. Really? If LeBron wants it, and that's part of why he re-signed, that's what he's getting. Oh, that's a good point, actually. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Would uh, he have re-signed if they weren't about to shell out two first-round picks for Kyrie Irving? Great point. Bleacher Report reported that today. Did they really? That, oh, okay. that That's part of you know the future. I think Kyrie's back in LA. I think him and All Star both make the, him and LeBron both make the All Star team. I, you might as well label him All Star. I think Kyrie. I think Kyrie has a phenomenal year this year, dude. All Star starter. I'm I'm like a big fan of LeBron. Obviously, is there a more beautiful, like perfectly healthy? Is there a more beautiful trio than Kyrie, LeBron, and Anthony Davis on the basketball court at the same time? Uh, see. Like that, you it's got good. one of the greatest players ever. It's good. Kyrie's like most skilled, like yeah. 50, 40, 90 guy. Anthony Davis is like one of the most skilled big. You think LeBron's ever. game is beautiful? See, uh, because he, he's the one. I'm like, eh, I don't know. He's clunky. Kyrie easily beautiful, easily AD for a big guy. Yeah, but I'd rather have a Jokic or an Embiid. Yeah, I'm weird like that. That's fair. Um, uh, that, that's good though. That's good. Those three together are it's just like. Ah, that's basketball. Man, that, that would be I, crazy. I think Kyrie like goes to LA and rocks it this year. Just rocks it. I mean, dude's a moron, but like so he good at basketball. Play, Dude is a hooper. So, what do you think? That's a great point. You, I mean, you talked me into it. You sold me. <laughs> you're you sold ex- me. Now you're excited. Yeah. Now I'm stoked. Um, I mean, need I say? I think the fit is so much better than Russell Westbrook. I yeah. I told everybody under the sun not to Russ's detriment, but like that shit, it just everything like, is to Russ's detriment. By the way, that's true. Uh, no, it's just it, it was never gonna work. Like huh. I have receipts on my phone. It just wasn't gonna work. That's it's not a good fit. And Buddy Heald, I'll never say is a better player than Russell Westbrook. He just fits better with that what roster. They need. Yeah, that's what LeBron. So needs. Kyrie, in terms of like roster construction for LeBron James, I mean. They've literally won the title together before. Like, just works better. Uh, if those three were healthy all season, wow, dude, watch out, fun, watch out. Now, maybe the the rest of the roster would be like one of the most bare bones, like contenders I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm trying to think of even who. I mean, Kendrick Nunn would be there. Yeah, <laughs> I saw, did you see that closing lineup thing? That they had, like, guessing every team's closing lineup for the mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Nope. Guess who the Lakers' starting two-guard was? Two-guard? Do I... Oh, yeah. Was it... Uh... What's his freaking name? This is The Athletic, by the way. The guy there... Were... Oh, was it... Every Bradley's not there, is he? It wasn't him. Okay. Uh, I will go... 
Who's that freaking guy that they try to... Ken Horton Tucker? Yeah. That was my guess. I don't know then. Austin Reeves. Hey, yo. (laughs) No, don't. Stop. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I like like like, AR-15. I do, too. Like I like Austin Reeves. Closing lineup for an NBA team? He can hit free throws. (laughs) (laughs) You could, too. Hey, yo. Um, There we go. Those are good. That was really great. That was really great. I enjoyed that. All right. I got more for you. Oh, let's go. All right. Okay. Hit me. No, no. This is a new segment. I'm like sitting back. New segment. Okay. I'm like sitting back at the, like I'm at a therapist. So last year we saw one of the most impressive, one of the more impressive rookie classes that we've seen in a while. All right. Highlighted by the three guys we talked about earlier, Scotty Barnes, Kate Cunningham, and Evan Mobley. There are also some guys, second rounders like Herb Jones for the Thunder, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, that made a little bit of noise and impacted their team. I'm going to name two players, and I want you to tell me who you think has a bigger sophomore season. Bigger, just in terms however you, of however you want to play the game. Success. However you want to play the game. If okay. you if you value winning, okay. And I say something like I don't know. And these are rookies. These are sophomores. Sophomores. Okay. 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 You ready? Just for for the record, I I. Like a very good mix of both personal success and winning. So it's going to be a little 50-50. And I think that these guys, they all have something in common. So it's not going to be random. Okay, starting out hot. Jalen Green or Josh Giddy? Jalen Green. Okay. I think it's tough to explain. I'm a bigger fan of what Josh Giddy does. Uh, as far as everything but scoring, but I mean, Jalen Green is just going to be able to absolutely go to work for the Houston Rockets next season. He's going to be able to score as much as he wants on as many shots as he wants. Yep. Uh, and the the room for error for him is so much less because I mean, he's just going to be able to fire it every chance he gets. He's good at basketball. I think he's got a high ceiling. So I don't know. I'll go Jalen Green. And I think they're more in the cards for Women Yama than the Thunder are. Agree. And so, Josh Giddy might be a little more focused on winning games. Yep. Which might not result in the 30-point games that Jalen Green's going to have on a weekly basis. Right. I, I honestly think this whole next season is basically going to look like what the back third looked like for Jalen Green, where, I mean, he's just... He's doing what he wants. Now, is it going to is it gonna translate <laughs> to wins? And is it going to do probably that not. long-term? No, probably not. Probably not. But we'll see. Okay. Next, we have two guys with great names that you like a lot. So I'm going to make you choose. We have Bones Highland. Okay. Good name. And Ayo Dosunu. Huh. Who is the better name, first of all? Uh, Bones is the coolest nickname I've heard for a basketball player. I like Ayo a lot. Ayo is a cool name. Ayo. Uh, I do like Dosunu. I like both of these guys a ton. Bones has a little bit more of a role, probably. And he could start. And that was a knock on IO coming into it was that like he does some funky stuff. How's he going to play, especially as a rookie? And like he got a lot of guard minutes, which was great. Yeah. Um, he's much older, I think. Or yeah. are they the same old, same age? I know Desumu is definitely, he was like a junior or senior when he got drafted. So like 24, probably. So is Highland, I believe. Uh, yeah, if they're the same 21 age, Highland and Desumu is 22. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought. Um, Six months apart. 
I'll probably I'll probably go Bones for the reason that you said is like his role is more defined. He knows exactly what he needs to do next season, uh, especially with as weird as like the guard minutes are getting in Chicago. Like who knows what's going to happen there? He might not play next season, or he could be play a lot. Who knows? I, I agree. Now, Io I think is going to. I think <sighs> he's way better defensively. He is, um, which is big in my book. He. Iowa has the chance to pass up some guys on that Bulls roster. I agree. For some guards minutes, especially like a Kobe White. Yep. Because um, right now I think it's kind of even playing field. I, I think this is kind of the year that Io does what Bones did last year and like breaks through to get some more minutes. And then mm-hmm. we might be talking year three. These are two guys that are both going to be starting next year. Yep. Okay. Next we have th- the Thunder Zone, Trey Mann, or... My very favorite, Cam Thomas. <laughs> Two score-first guards that are on teams that aren't going to be great, probably. Uh, yeah. I, firstly, Kevin Durant will never play for the Nets again. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's unlikely that Kyrie does. At this point, I think it's unlikely Ben Simmons does. Like, who's who knows what that guy's doing? I'll go Cam because I think eventually they're going to ship these guys off. It's going to go full rebuild. And Cam Johnson, I mean, it's crazy. Cam Thomas. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Cam Thomas. It's crazy. He could legitimately be like a third or fourth piece moving forward in a rebuild. Like, he's that good. He could be starting caliber shooting guard for 10 years. So I like it. Uh, his role, I think, also will be a little more defined. Like, Trey Mann, in this scenario of like the Nets blowing it up, Trey Mann is going to have a harder time kind of snaking his way into yeah. a roster with like even Josh Giddy and Shea don't know how they're going to play together yet. How's Trey man fit into that equation? Like, is he the sixth man? Is he further down than that? I don't know. Yeah. Good take. Okay. Thank you. Last but not least, we have two guys that last year, I know that you are a fan of that did not get a ton of run. Mm. We book, have book night, James book night hey, and Jonathan Kaminga. Ooh. So two very different players, but from the standpoint of who who might have a more of a breakout year this year, because I, I don't think it's any secret. Like they could both get some minutes this year. Kaminga's on a little bit more of a loaded roster. Mm-hmm. Book Knight's not, but Kaminga saw we saw more flashes obviously out of Kaminga last year. Yeah. Um, I'll go Kuminga because I think we. We knew what both of their their weaknesses were coming into it. Obviously, it's tough because we we haven't seen Book Knight being able to address those offensively. I still think he's going to be fine in this league. Uh, but Kuminga defensively, I think, is a little a little further ahead than what I thought, just slightly, like enough to like stay on the court. Um, and I just don't know that about Book Knight. Uh, hmm. I think Kuminga is totally going to be serviceable. Now, how high is the ceiling? Who knows? But yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of both. So, what do you think, think? Do you think Book Knight breaks into a role this season? I think he does. I think so too. Yeah, I, at least Ben shooting guard, right? I yeah, mean, I agree. On. And I think that team, like we kind of alluded to earlier, could get to a point where they're not great, and he sees yeah. some more minutes, um, similar to almost like a Trey Man last year for Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, but I, I say Kaminga just because I think his role is a little more specified, and I think just by being on the Warriors, you're already gonna be better. Here's a here's a fun question I just thought of. You have four draft picks. Miles Bridges is, we'll say for this scenario, he's gone. Completely gone. You have 
four draft picks, book night, and let's say they get like a lottery pick this year. You have a package. You can go get almost any star. Who do you pair with Lamelo? Like realistically, that's really good. He he's so interesting because he's like yeah. he's the centrifugal piece, but like, do you need secondary creation? Do you need someone that Lamelo is going to elevate them? Like, so I like Scotty Barnes a lot. Yeah. Um, Plays really well in transition, can handle it too. Um, not a great shooter, which I would like someone that could shoot mm-hmm. in that That's position. Brandon um, Ingram would be awesome. Ingram's a good one. Zion's a really good one. Yeah. Um, now at the same time, I almost lean a big that can play out of the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Cat would be fun. I'm not like a massive cat fan, but like See, it would work. It would fit. Yeah, I would hate that team. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, defensively, no, 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 Mobley, ooh, Mo- Mobley would be a lot of fun. Yeah, Chet. <laughs> I don't know about that. Can't go to Chet, but um, yeah, that's a fun question. You got anything else? Oh, baby, all right. Because it's an Oklahoma basketball podcast, and Derek's kind of maybe at one point was a Thunder fan. Who knows, Derek? No. Okay. So this is more maybe for the listeners. I've got a couple Thunder moments. Hopefully you know what these are. <laughs> the moments? Yeah. And I just Probably. want you to tell me what was a bigger moment in Oklahoma City Thunder basketball history. Okay. We can walk through these. Okay, I'll give some context. Hold my hand. <laughs> Let's start with which was more heartbreaking. Now, you're not emotionally invested in Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. But I am. <laughs> was it losing in the NBA Finals to the Miami Heat? I'm going to name three things, actually. To the Miami Heat after winning the first game. Was it in 2010 when the Thunder had tied the Lakers at two apiece, lost game five, and then lost game six at home on a tip-in from Pau Gasol to send the young Thunder home? Or was it... When the Thunder blew a 3-1 lead, the Golden State Warriors. Do you remember all three of those? I do. I do. Okay. Um, Let's rank them. Okay. Most heartbreaking. I know what I go. I lean. Now, if we're not tacking on like Kevin Durant specifically to the last one, I lean finals. Really? It Well... Okay. If you're like associating Kevin Durant leaving with the three one, then yeah. Well, it's all a part of it. Then that. I yeah, agree. Then that. Warriors. Uh, because like that alone is more than all of it. Because that that with that with Kevin Durant leaving leaves the possibility of more finals. So you're you're done. Complete heartbreak for Oklahoma City. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I agree. That's one. And even back then, as like a person who wanted to like eventually break into like <laughs> sports in it, it was like, dang, I won't get to cover Kevin Durant. So, um, yeah, that was way tougher. And then probably finals and then, then Spurs. The, then, the, then the Pau Gasol one. Yeah. So I think Pau Gasol is second. You worded it so eloquently. I knew you'd have thoughts about it. It was like lost in the finals, blew a 3-1, when Pau Gasol 6.6 so seconds the, left on the clock. The reason why I go to that is because I, I remember watching every game in the series. And it was one of those where 
we were not Oklahoma City was not better than the Lakers, but there was so much hope. And I was like, this team's so good. We made the playoffs for the first time ever the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, how cool to be to knock off one of the best duos in basketball. They won it that year, right? At home, I believe so. I think they did, yeah. And I think the Thunder yeah. won more games than almost anybody else. Against the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yes. And so I think that was tough for me. The Heat one is different because they were the best team in basketball. Right, I, I mean, was such an idiot. So, I wore a LeBron James jersey to school that week. The Thunder made the finals. And I was repping LeBron you're an that idiot. week. I know. I was and so, so I stupid. never thought there was a chance in that series. So it wasn't as heartbreaking. And I was kind of like, we'll be back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Man, back in the days where like casual fans were around. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. More impressive Russell Westbrook moment. Mm. Russell Westbrook's. 2020-20 game against the Los Angeles Lakers mm. where Derek Parker was courtside. Courtside. Or Russell Westbrook breaking the triple-double record and hitting the game winner against the Denver Nuggets. Bigger Russell Westbrook moment. People put too much stock in triple-doubles giving the 2020-20. Really? Two triple-doubles, one game. Okay. I think it's easily I think, the Nuggets one. I think one. it's more impressive. That's the, cool. The Nuggets, it was the buzzer beater. Was After he broke Oscar Robertson's all-time triple-double record in that game. I don't think we're thinking of the same. His MVP year? That one? Uh-huh. Oh, that was in the same. That was all the same, same thing? Same game. Ooh. That is tough. That was a. That's like one of my favorite buzzer beaters ever. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, those are both really cool moments. Uh, I lean the one where he hit the game winner against the Nuggets. But other people do that. Like, 2020-20 is nuts, Well, like, one person breaks the all-time triple-double record. It, it could get broken again. Though. And, like, you know, there's people who could do 20-20-20. Maybe. Uh, that's just so... Oh. <laughs> it's, it's odd to say that, like, there's a better chance of someone breaking the triple-double record, but I think the way they're, they're breaking them out nowadays. Who... Okay. So you're getting that, a four as a rookie, like... I don't know. Okay. Um, who's most likely to get 2020-20 in today's NBA? That's a good one. Shea's up there. Well, I mean, it's so hard because it's so undoable. He's already had 2020. Wow. Rebounds and points. And I assume a lot of assists came with that. Now, he's my, probably never so going to get easy. to I know. LaMelo? Jokic. Jokic? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But... It still won't get done. That's nuts, dude. That's insane. I think Jokic could do it. Luka's up there. Uh, yeah. He doesn't seem energized enough. To, he's like, no, oh, dude, that's too much work. Okay. That's too much work. Last but not least. Okay. The more impressive MVP season. Russell Westbrook's or Kevin Durant's? Russell Westbrook's. Wow. Easily. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it was one of the most impressive basketball seasons I've ever seen. Like, hands down. I will argue that like the the following triple double seasons like weren't great but like that one specifically he was unfreaking believable if, i mean like you ever go back and look at that roster um, dreadful yeah and Perry were, jones they were the fourth seed yeah uh unbelievable performance from russell westbrook but he never did it again which is my issue with people saying he's like the goat there's no one that's ever said that he's the goat people say it people are crazy you give people too little No credit. one's ever said that. People are crazy. I guarantee you, if you asked every human on earth, 
who just the like goat me. is, who the greatest basketball player of all time is, not one would say Russell Westbrook. Dude, there's somebody out there. No, you know no, there's not. Out, some some guy named Marlon out there is like, oh, it's Russell Westbrook. I have an uncle named Marlon. Dude, really? Yeah. I'm gonna kill my dog, dude. Okay. All right. You got some Twitter questions for us? I do. 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 And I've seen some come in. Question number one from friend of the pod, Simon Rath, Hawkstraff nerd. Would you rather? Never be able to use a blanket and pillow <clears throat> to... <laughs> Why'd you have to outdo me? Come on, man. Would you rather never be able to use a blanket and pillow to sleep with or never be able to use utensils to eat with? Ooh. Man, imagine the crick in your neck after like permanently never sleeping with a pillow. Give me the pillow and blankie. I get a little chilly. You could use something to substitute as a pillow, though. Right? Like what? Like... Like a cushion from the couch? I guess. Why would you do that, though? What are you going to eat with? My thingies. I mean, Couldn't those foods. technically be utensils? Ooh. I have to lose Ooh. my fingers? Dude, I will bury my face face first in a plate of spaghetti. I do not care. I'm an animal. I'm primal. I need the utensils. I think I could find some alternatives what? to a pillow and blanket. No way. A no towel way. and a cushion. I get so cold at night. Urson Demir. Nick's enthusiast. Draft guy. Oh, by the way, I think the Knicks are pretty close on Donovan Mitchell. I think Urson's Knicks are going to... I think they're landing him. It's going to happen. Uh, assuming OKC has the picks to make this idea work, would you bring in Scoot Henderson if that means OKC has to move on from SGA? I lean just keeping SGA. I do too. Scoot, really good prospect. Really exciting prospect. I firmly believe, I know non-Thunder fans probably disagree, I think the Thunder are going to compete pretty soon, uh, as early as next season, uh, and Scoot doesn't really help that too much as a rookie, uh, SGA going into, what will it be, his fifth, fifth year, helps a ton. I think he's really good. I did the numbers on it not too long ago. Uh, SGA is like a, if he were to be ranked among the current number one picks playing, he was like fifth. He was like fifth in points, eighth in rebounds, like good at assists, like efficiency-wise. He was like way up there in terms of top picks. So it's like it's really hard to bet against what he's done already. Perfect. Oh, I'm amazing. I agree with you. Next question. Legion of Knicks. This is a super fun question. Uh, outside of Wimanyama, who, if you added a dream skill or aspect to one prospect, would become the best prospect not named Victor Wimanyama? So, you get to add a skill to one other prospect not named Victor Wembanyama. Skill. Or aspect. Like a... So, like, I can make Scoot Henderson 7-5? Maybe. No. We'll, okay. we'll go with skill. We'll go with skill. Okay. And it's tough. Le- legitimately, if you could add height to Scoot, that's about all he needs. I would say Khalil Ware adding a three-point shot. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's basically uh, Derek Lively. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so, right? Shot blocker, can shoot it a little bit. Athletic as Claw Ware. Is he athletic? Ware? Yeah, isn't he, what is, he's like 7'3", right? He doesn't even have to get off the ground to dunk. He's pretty freaking good athlete. Lively's pretty athletic, too. I like Lively a lot more. I'm just so off where. I'm so off. I'm just saying where rim runner big that can throw down and I don't see the throw. I can't find much real tape of him for one. Okay. 
<laughs> I legitimately would probably add perimeter defense to Keontae George. Whichever one of the Thompson brothers is better, maybe a better three-point stroke. Amen, I think. Amen, in my eyes, is a tad better. I know yeah, it's really close. that's what I thought, too. Okay. Um, yeah, both of their shots are pretty funky. I don't, I don't love it. Yeah, my, my final answer would probably be George, though. I think he's going to be complete stud offensively. Yeah, so I agree. Any defensive prowess at all is going to put him over the top. Okay. Dariq Whitehead, there's not really one thing you can point to that's like, man, that's got to get like way better. Like He's, he's pretty even. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. God, my man Chris Livingston. He's going to live up to the hype. I'm telling you, it's going to be a thing. Top five pick. You heard it here first. Um, like Case and Wallace scoring ability, but that's pretty broad. Anthony Black scoring ability. I rather have Case and Wallace. Maverick Ball, Mav Ball from Matt Burgett. Did I say that right? Yep. Let's go. Nailed it. Derek, what's the best burger in OKC? Jake, what's the best burrito in OKC? <laughs> I'm going to let you go while I think of it. Oh, my gosh, He did dude. listen. Um, you go first. You, I, go. I don't know. you have to know. You have I to don't know. know. You have to know. There's no burrito places. There's burger places. Big Truck Taco, you're not going to get a burrito I mean, that's there. really good. Um, the best burrito I've had in Oklahoma. Oh okay, C. Okay, C. Yeah. Big Truck Tacos is my like go-to. I'm also just like a cult fan of Big Truck Tacos. I know you are. Someone told me they saw you there the other day. There's a food truck on um and if you if you know where this is, like you're a G. Um on Broadway Extension in Britain. On that'd be on the south east southwest side of that intersection. That can throw down on the burritos <laughs> very delicious um so yeah those are my top two if you'd have asked me this four months ago it would have been the fix in Edmond. r.i.p <laughs> the greatest restaurant of all time wow just joking um or i would say that onion burger place in el reno but mm. if we're going okc i'll say new state wow because i yeah because I can't think of anything else. I like New State a lot. Yeah. Better than Nick's. You took me there. I've never been to Nick's. Have you been to Cow Cafe in Edmond? Yes. Banger. Banger. Love that place. I like New State a lot too. The thing with New State though, it's a fancier burger. It's a night. It's more put together for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing I value in burgers is just a little bit of slop. A little sloppiness. <laughs> I knew it. Um, I like a little brioche. New State's delicious. Brioche bun. Swiss cheese, maybe a little bit of start on there. Mm, can see it now. Yeah, New State's good. Where? What was your official burrito place? I'll go Big Truck. Big Truck. Mm. All right. Oh, and then he had one for both of us. I hope it has to do with soccer. If it's an understood that you have to have a top five league player in order for a team to win an NBA championship, what was the last team to win a ship without a top five league player, if ever? I... The Mavericks. Was he not Dirk top, top five? five? I I mean he like he was way good. Like who would have been top five then? LeBron, Kobe. He'd won. He'd never did he win MVP? Not that year. But he he'd won at some point. He'd right? won MVP. Yeah. I mean he had he was prime right. What year was that? Twenty twelve. Twelve. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Twenty twelve. Um, I look. I I want to talk about this without looking. 
You can look up that. But I twenty twelve was the Thunder. Oh, then it was eleven. I remember it. It would have been the Spurs, right? No, with Kawhi. Tim. Tim Duncan, oh, that's he was good. Old. That's yeah. really good. Because Tony Parker. And then the next year's Kawhi kind of went into that. Right, round. right, right, right. That's a really good one. Because all the all the other years it would have been like Curry, KD, LeBron. So I think Dirk is close. If he wasn't top five, he had. To be he close. was. What did he get in MVP? That sixth. Year? MVP voting. Derrick Rose won that year. Dwight Howard, LeBron, Kobe, KD. Hmm. Yeah. Those are both good answers. Yeah, that, I think. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's you just you gotta have one. Like you either gotta have one or you gotta have four top. 25 players like yeah. it, it you just got to be loaded man you got to be loaded all right uh you know the drill follow us on things or don't we don't care that much um buy merch again or don't we don't care that much uh and have a great rest of your week later later